Hello. And welcome to the world we live in. This is episode 37, I yeah. think. I and think. Yeah. And hi. Hi. So today, I mean, honestly, not much has been happening recently, but, you know, there are still a few interesting things that uh, have been happening. So, like, uh, the first thing we want to talk about is just yesterday. Oh, yeah. Just yesterday, there is at our school a guitar show. It and... was, yeah. Yeah. It's just, oh my God. I'm glad that we're talking about this because, as okay. everyone is really well aware, um, COVID, we haven't been able to do literally anything in three years. So, this was the guitar program's first showcase in three years. And I genuinely think they couldn't have done better. Like, it was incredible it was so good this is the okay so this is the first like non during the school day been to a dance show which i've been a part of and mm-hmm. oh my god i was like this is what i've been missing this is the this is the heat our school has been ringing all this time and i haven't known that it's crazy i'm like oh my god they they went hard i think they actually had a winter show that i didn't go to yeah. But, like, this is the first, yeah, spring one, and, uh, wow, wow. I know. It was just, like, I've been to several of them because I've been here for a while. So I went, I think I went to one when I was in uh, seventh grade. I think I went went to one when I was in eighth. I think I went to one freshman year. But, like, this was infinitely better. I think, like, every single level of guitar experience that they had was equally as amazing and they had super solid singers in each one which I think is like pretty rare like in previous guitar shows that I've witnessed they have like pretty okay singers pretty good guitar players all across (laughs) but like this was insane it really was like um I what you said about like every level being good like every level had a song where it's like oh yeah that's like one of my favorites of the pieces and it was like the first level and I was like but they were so good pieces were like even if it's easy to play it's like either like a hit or like it's still like just sounds entertaining like I don't mm-hmm. know but they they worked with, with the skills they had and every single level was so good oh my god yes and when it's paired with, like, this is me being a little theater kid. When it's paired with amazing lighting design. The lighting. I yes. was like, oh, my God. There was, I don't remember the name of the closing song. Um, but when they did their Pride closing song. Yeah. Okay. I think. <laughs> I think. Um, but, like, when they did the, the closing song, at the bridge, it would, or, like, at the bridge and at every chorus, uh it would do like a jump back and forth between red and white lights and it would like flash on and flash off and it was like insane that okay yeah that was i was i am not the interview but i was paying attention to the lighting i was like oh my god the mood it's so good i was shook oh my god and uh also there is like this blues like group that oh my god on. the blues groups were insane they were so good there's one kid he, like he has energy like okay the, wh- all the singers who like like a lot of the singers have like a lo- like, had a lot of energy and like personality mm-hmm. 
and so it was just so entertaining like the singing was honestly also a really a big highlight for me um like the blue there's in the blues group there's this one guy who sang like two of the songs and uh he was very good i don't know they're all just so pretty much everything was way better than i thought it was going to be <laughs> way i know and like they just call me bl- by blondie and i love blondie <gasps> yes. so like when i heard that i literally like <laughs> yes I, I was sitting behind like a family um <laughs> or i was sitting in front of a family and mm-hmm. i was with my friend and like they said this is call me by blondie and i went <gasps> <laughs> And yes. then the lights came on, and I started like screaming in my seat. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah. my god, I'm losing my mind!" And it was the best. And I think they did that so well. And that one kid who was doing like the upper harmonies on everything, the one with like the yellow yes. guitar. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Yes. Oh my god! And um, the okay, the one the girl singing "Call Me." Mm-hmm. Um, I okay. So it's funny. I I thought it was her before I even heard it because she went to my old school and she sang a lot there mm. and so I was taking a math test that day and I was like huh that's call me by Blondie and it sounds like this girl and then I came and it was her and I was like oh my god but yeah um, the singing the call me was really good I liked the first song a lot I don't know what it was called mm, but like yeah. the guy the I don't know if I liked the guitar or the guy's voice who sang it but like it was good. And then... uh Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the later show... In the later show, uh, there's a, lo- a little bit more crowd presentation because, like, it was the last show. So, like, uh, the teacher was, like, you know, giving thanks to people and reading, like, off the seniors, like, f- like I don't know, like, senior, f- like, surveys or whatever. And so me and the, my friends who were watching it were... had ample crowd participation we were screaming people's names we were responding with <laughs> when so he asked the question we were acting up and i loved it i <laughs> loved every second it was just it was so good it was and so like good. my favorite thing is when there's like older folks in the audience who get <laughs> so into performances and are like screaming along like after every performance <laughs> the dad behind me was like yeah and i was like you know yes. what you go sir. yes okay because i feel like the audience was a little bit mid i mean like we were not mid the audience was not mid but i feel like people like were just like i don't know how other people listen to like concerts or stuff but they were kind of just sitting perfectly still well, not everyone, I know, but a lot of people were, and I was like tapping my foot or like tapping my hand. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a dancer, but like I was just like it, I was getting into it. I was like, y'all aren't y'all aren't getting hyped like that. I mean, my pro- okay, like what I was expecting was during the performances when someone would hit a really good note or when there was a guitar solo to at least be a little bit of wooing, mm-hmm. and it was just dead silent during performances, which I get. That's mm-hmm. nice and all, but also like, come on. <laughs> I know, right? I was like dang y'all aren't gonna be as excited as i am right now i was, going I was to- just kind of sitting there awkwardly and being like okay so i guess it's not that vibe <laughs> but it should be that vibe and so i was just like okay i should be i'm so happy my friend um it was on the podcast before elliot who was on the podcast before like a few episodes ago i he was in the advanced guitar group Mm-hmm. he did so good he did so good i was like oh my god he's playing this right now or he's like part of the group that's playing this right now it was super cool i was like oh my god it was really cool and uh i'm so happy he he 
was there or like because I would not have gone if like he didn't say that he had a guitar recital I would not have gone but I'm so happy I I like listened to him I did I'm so happy I listened to him I'm so happy I went to one performance um I'm so happy I went that was front and center I was like front and center and it was immaculate it was great it was the best thing ever I agree Mm-hmm. Anyways, you've been gushing over <laughs> the same thing for eight minutes straight, but... Hey, let us be. We, we're mm-hmm. excited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the next thing we wanted to talk about was this other really cool thing. Uh, well, actually, it's a lie. It's not really cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. My dogs. Coco <laughs> parale. <sighs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> But anyway, so in the news recently, which I found out about like just recently, so I was like, what? Apparently, there's a court case between Amber Heard and Jack Sparrow, a.k.a. What's his name again? Johnny Depp. Depp. (laughs) Jack Sparrow was the first thing you thought of. (laughs) Actually, I don't know why I'm reacting like that. That's a perfectly fair assumption. Yes. I, I, I had a crush on Jack Sparrow, but not Johnny Depp. So like, <gasps> I'm the exact opposite. Are you kidding? <gasps> Johnny, Depp, Johnny just... Depp as an actor, as a person, is so lovely. Which is where we're we're gonna get. Okay. If, if anyone doesn't know mm-hmm. what the court case is about, or, hold on, let me backtrack a little bit. So Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were they met on the set of a movie? I don't I'm, I don't remember the name of the movie. Um, but they met on the set of a movie. While they were both with their respective partners, uh, Johnny Depp had been married and with kids for like 25 years or something like that. Mm. And they broke up. He and Amber Heard got together. They got married in 2015 and divorced in 2016. It was a really short marriage because... Hold on. Actually, I'm going to go back. So they got divorced in 2016. And then shortly after that, she wrote an op-ed about her relationship and came out as a domestic violence survivor and johnny depp was like girl what (laughs) like you're lying and he sued her for i think 50 million dollars for defamation um because he then was like i'm the one being abused in this relationship Mm. now we're in present day and the court case is going on so oof it is like a long thing and i think she just recently there was um they brought in a a forensic psychologist um who was like oh my god she did unbelievably in court and like her testimony was great uh and she was like correcting all of amber heard's like awful lawyers (laughs) and like her defense is terrible like objectively they look like they don't know what they're doing (laughs) <laughs> and it's not good uh, or it's not good for them but <laughs> they were like asking her questions and she was like no that's not right or no this and she and put in during the thing she basically said that amber showed a lot of signs of histrionic personality disorder um which is essentially the how do i describe this it's like the insatiable urge to be the center of attention in any format. Yikes. So it's characterized by a lot of like 
shallowness and selfishness and um drama Mm. but that's basically it and there's just there's so much to talk about and it's there's so many clips just circulating on like youtube and everything of highlights of the case (laughs) and it's just it's what are you what do you think what are you thinking um my friend told me that yeah so that they called amber's past partners i don't know if this is true and then her past partners were like she's crazy and they call Jody Depp's past partners and like yeah I mean like we broke up but like you know he wasn't a bad guy like you know and I, I don't know I mean I think that like I mean I really like Jody Depp so like <laughs> so like honestly yes Johnny win but um I don't I mean I don't know like I mean I have seen some clips where like like it was like they like Amber was just like lying or something they, yeah. they, they fact checked it they were like girl <laughs> like, no. one of my favorite things about that case is mm-hmm. when her when her, uh, Amber Heard's lawyer was like she was so afraid of Johnny Depp that she carried this Milani color correcting product for their entire relationship and Milani came out with the statement saying that that product was not released until 2017 a year after they divorced mm-hmm. and I was like oh Ooh, bro that is literally insane and like milani got so much praise for that because they were like look at you calling her out yes because if she didn't do that, that then an innocent like i don't know if he's i mean i haven't watched the court case but like a probably so sounding so far a probably innocent man like would be like oh evidence against him so it's a good thing that she did but yeah oh my and God. it's like it's so crazy um what else is there it's also like really it's so crazy when you think about it because it's like there's people who genuinely support her and it's like guys her own parents are on johnny's side like no she's crazy (laughs) like yeah oh my god like ex-partners of his are on his side and they're like he's literally never been anything short of wonderful um and it's just it's oh my god that's insane. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, like even her parents, like that's interesting. I've never heard of I forgot what you said the name of her personality disorder is, but like histrionic. Histrionic. But it sounds interesting. Like like the like she I mean that's definitely not a case for that's that definitely kind of ruins a lot of her like uh her case. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like like the, you know. But I mean interesting. I mean, I Amber Heard, I don't know what she's been in, but, like, crazy. I mean, I don't know who she is, but, like, that's interesting. I've never, like, heard of that. Um, And I'm looking her up right now, and it says Amber Heard in Elon Musk. So. Wait, hold on. Let's see. She was an Aquaman. Um, Oh. oh, What else is she in? Oh, I th- okay, okay. I think the movie that she did with Johnny was The Rum Diary. Mm. I think. Interesting. Yeah. It makes sense why she would be an actor, though, an actress, if she, you know, wants to be at the center of attention a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, clips where they're zooming in on her face, and they're, like, you can tell exactly when she remembers that she has to pretend to be sad and it's like 
oh my god. Like, this entire thing. In case it wasn't obvious enough, we're both very much on Johnny's side. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Oh god. I don't know what else to say. Oh, other than the rat oh my god. There okay, do you know that other lawyer that she has or that other attorney that she mm-hmm. has? The no. man? Yeah. Okay. There's one of her defense attorneys is this man. I don't know his name, but is this man who calls hearsay for everything. <laughs> and at one point he was like um he called someone up to the stand from Johnny's side and apparently there was this one day that he was just calling objections so much he objected to the response to a question that he asked <laughs> objection. he was like objection hearsay and then the judge was like you literally asked the question and he was like uh- <laughs> <laughs> I forgot <laughs> whoopsies like, oh my that's god so that's so embarrassing that is so embarrassing she should make Bro, Johnny Depp claim I mean like uh, suing for fifty million might be a little too much. It's Amber Heard apparently cannot afford to get good lawyers. Because like it's just- so just like sort of like what you told me, they seem very bad. <laughs> they have no case. There's this one clip where they were garnering evidence for like five minutes and then they asked something to Johnny Depp and he the attorney was like your honor for the sake of your time blah 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 and then johnny was like we wouldn't be wasting the judge's time if you weren't garnering evidence for five minutes that's not word for word what he said but it was something along those lines it was like like you're talking about wasting time when you're literally doing that Mm. Ooh, roasted oh i love it i just like there's there's so many random like highlight moments of this case and it's like I <laughs> I've heard that Johnny Johnny Poo um I've heard that he uh like is never going to come back and do a Disney movie ever yeah. which is a little sad for me because like you know I'm team Jack Jack Sparrow but yeah. I mean I get it <laughs> I mean I get it. Oh, it is perfectly understandable. It's because Disney dropped him from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Yeah. Um, And they, like, fully, like, they dropped him from that completely as soon as Amber Heard was like, I'm a domestic violence survivor. Um, And so he lost all, basically, like, all the rights to that kind of stuff. And so now he's like, nope. Mm. Which, like, as he should. Um, because if he's going to be treated like that from such a big corporation, then that's completely bonkers. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and seems, it, seems it seems like, uh, oh, so I'm looking at, <clears throat> I looked him up and it says that, so I've heard about this before. I've seen like a TikTok about this and it's like this. So apparently Amber Heard pooped on Johnny Depp's bed. Yeah. And yes. I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> like what? why okay so um the reason for that they got into a really bad verbal argument that night and um she was basically just like yelling at him the entire time and like after he had gotten home from like a long night at work or whatever and 
She's like screaming at him. She's following him across the room. She strikes him in the face and in the head. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'll see you later. She follow. He's like, please don't follow me. She follows him to the door and like barricades him in. Um, And he grabs her by the shoulders, sits her on the bed and is like, please, I'm leaving. Don't follow me. She stands up, does the same thing. He sits her down one more time. She like stands face to face with him and he's like, what? Are you going to hit me? Would that make you feel better? She hits him in the face multiple times and he's like, is that better? She hits him a couple of more times. She um, Then he's like, oh, I'm out. He sits her on the bed, like storms out of the room and that's it. Was it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why were they and arguing? they don't see each other. I don't know. Um, I don't remember, but I... Uh, I actually, actually no, yeah, I don't remember. I remember hearing about it a couple of days ago, and then I forgot. But um, they don't see each other for like a couple of weeks, and then um, Johnny is like somewhere. Amber heard he's like not home at this point, but Amber goes to Coachella, and then one of the people on johnny's team calls johnny um and johnny's like okay well if she's out of town like let's just go over to my place uh and get my stuff so i can get the heck out of that house and his like team member is like no i don't think that's a good idea and he's like why she's literally not going to be there for two days like it's the perfect time and then he sends her a picture on the bed so she did that fully out of spite um and then try to pass it off as like an animal dropping when that's very clearly not the case. So it's literally just like she wanted to be messy. So funny. When you when you when you get mad at your man, so you poop in his bed. God no. <laughs> like, bro. I mean, I, wow. I, I, that's I, so I, embarrassing. That is like, why would you do that? That's worse for you than it is for him. Because he's he's definitely gonna call up his home. He's gonna be like, guess what this woman just did? Like. It is kind of, it really is just embarrassing for her. I'm like, like, come on, come on now. Come on now. That's just really haha funny. Um, I just, God, there's so many funny moments from this thing. But there was this one, there's this one quote from, oh God, there's multiple. Um, but there's this one quote where, the same male attorney who, like, called hearsay on a question he asked was, like, um... Oh, he was, like, so you're known to drink a lot, right? And Johnny was, like, before I got sober, yeah? Mm -hmm. And then he goes, you were known to have a mega pint of red wine, right? And he goes, a mega pint? A mega pint? And the, like, courtroom fills with laughter and all of that stuff, which isn't, like, normal, but technically, like, Johnny isn't doing anything wrong by doing that, because he's just answering the questions in a funny way. That's different from making a joke in court, which isn't okay. Mm-hmm. I just, like, God. But, yeah, that's a fair question. What is a Megapint? Like, I'm, I'm just asking, yeah. He's, he's looking for a clarification. That's all he's looking for. Like, oh, my God. I just love it. Very funny. I love What's that. Another, oh my god, there's another moment. Where, sorry, I know I'm talking a lot about this, but it's just like there's a moment from uh, court a couple days ago, I think, 
where Amber is like literally writing essays in her notes, passing notes back and forth with her with her team. Um and Johnny is sitting with his attorney, literally just drawing on a little piece of paper and showing it to his attorney. And it's like, oh my god, I love that. Yes, let's draw. I love that. That is really cute though. Oh god. Anyways. Hearsay, I'm kidding. Hearsay. <laughs> I want to say that to oh, everything. That's why I'm going to say that everything now. Like, whenever anyone says anything, I'm like, hearsay. Objection, you Your Honor, hearsay. Oh, God. Anyways, I think that's enough about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. So, there is other things to discuss. Not really, but something interesting, which I, like, is happening in my life right now, is I'm... For those of you who don't know, I occasionally write. I occasionally tap the keys. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't done it, like, rec- recreationally for a while. I've done it mostly just for school recently. But um, so I decided, I was like, you know, I kind of started to write down, like, the m- thoughts I have inside on paper because – one thing I like to write, or I'm pretty good at writing, is narrative essays. Like, I'm really good. Like, mm-hmm. I really like writing short pieces. And I like them being from my voice because, I don't know, just fun for me. Um, I don't have to worry about too much, like, 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 um, so mo- the main thing I have to worry about is how well my ideas are portrayed and the ideas yeah. themselves and so i think that's pretty cool also i like using colorful language and so this isn't like really like a thing where like i necessarily needed to like go anywhere like that's not like i'm like oh it'd be so fun if i wrote a book or whatever but i kind of just want to write like down my inner my internal monologues on paper so yeah. i can get on my head and so i'm gonna talk to you about you and the greater podcast area about what um like I, I things are different topics I've read about so far, and maybe get y'all's opinions on some of the the, <laughs> the essays. And so you can choose. I'll let you choose first. We can do one, two, or three. Let's do two because middle. Okay. Okay. So the so the second one is actually in a size the first one, <laughs> and it's oh. kind of about it's a, it's about group identities, and so I guess like. The topic of this one is kind of like, um, mm, it's about my experiences with the groups, I guess, and how I feel like I'm, like, obviously I'm in a group, like, I am in Girls Because I am the leader of it, I am in Writers Clubs, I'm in Writers Club, but, mm-hmm. like, and there's obviously, like, racial, like, uh, like, like, where are you from types of things like that, but, like, in terms yeah. of, like, um like like clicks or like nouns to describe like people that like like that aren't proper nouns um mm-hmm. i've had trouble um kind of fitting into that because i talk about like how like in my old school like everyone had like this one word description I'm just, like, i feel like that's how all middle schools are but it's like you are quiet you are like smart like that's kind of how it is and so with me i always like it wasn't like I was too anything. It was more just like I was too individual. And, mm. uh, and I think like I talk about like how one of the examples is uh, 
how um, one time, I don't, I think I've told this story before. I might not have. I don't know if you know the story, <laughs> but um, so once when I was in sixth grade, there was this really perverted boy in my class, um, and he used to like say things like, I mean, okay, one time, okay, sorry, there's a lot to say, but like in general, he used to be like, you know, you describe the size of girls' breasts as fruits. And oh, so, <laughs> I know. And it was very uncomfortable. And he had like these two girls specifically classmates of mine that he used to like hit on the most, I guess, like flirt with the most or be the most obsessed with. Like, oh my god, I touched her. Um, I think one of them he kissed one of them on the cheek. Oh, I think like I'm like, is that actually happened? Like that actually happened. And then one time he was looking under the table. That's I mean, that's intense. And mm-hmm. um, around the time he looked under the table, I. Uh, I forgot how this got out. I think some kids were just talking about like, well, that's kind of weird that you did that. Like everything else he does is weird, but that was really bad. Yeah. So I guess like people, kids were talking about it because I think teachers heard about it. And I forgot how this happened, but I remember being in the main office and like being like, I know what he said, but I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> and so I like remember like writing on a piece of paper, like he said, blah, blah, blah. And like, I like you use stars with the words I didn't want to say. Mm. <laughs> And so that's not the, the main part of the story yet. And so, anyways, as around that general time frame of him being a pervert, I remember kind of just being like, "Enough is enough. Like, can we stop?" Yeah. And so I was like, "It was very in character for me, even when I was 11, which is kind of funny." Um, I was, I, 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 uh, I like, I think on a sheet of graph paper, <laughs> I wrote like, "This is like after math class." I wrote like blurb being like he does these things blah 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 he's making girls uncomfortable and I went around to like the different girls and I think my grade and the grade below me and was like what has he done to you like you write it down here and then I left it on my teacher's desk my advisor teacher's desk and she was like she called me and she was like Nina can you come in and then um I was like how do you know it's me and she said one you wrote your name in the corner of the sheet of paper which is lol a good point (laughs) It was really small though. I didn't notice. And then I was like, oh, well. And then she was like, but also, even if you didn't, I would have known it was you. And the, it's the whole point of that long story was just to like, like, give, come across or like say that pretty much um, throughout my life. I've, I'm, I'm a little bit of an individual thinker. That's why I've kind of had issues with groups. Like, because it's like, um, I dance, but I wouldn't say I'm a dancer. Like, I haven't grown up in that, that like, unhealthy culture. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't, like, um, I don't know. Like, I'm a reader and stuff. But, like, I'm, I'm so, I'm a lot of things where, like, it's, I, I have my good interest in a lot of things, but none of them are, like, extremely deep where, like, I can say, like, I'm a musician. Like, I play instruments, but I'm not a musician, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, um, like, also, I think when you're young, you're expected to, like, fit into a certain group of people. Like, I'm a writer, but like, you know, and a reader, but I haven't read like, you know, this like, I haven't, I don't read a lot of young adult fiction, which I'm supposed to apparently. And I don't write in the style of like Twilight and Next Generation. And mm. so I feel like it's like a weird disconnect. And then also with groups, it's always like a social structure. And I don't know if you've been in friend groups a lot, obviously, but yeah. if you're like a leader of the group, like who's like, like opinion means the most, or like if they don't like someone, like the group doesn't like them, like that's kind of, a common thing at least in my experience yeah and like from um and so for me I'm someone who does not shy away from challenging authority 
And unfortunately for me, since I'm not scared to like question authority and a lot of group leaders tend to be, at least in my experience with the groups, they've been charming, but maybe not. Maybe not people who I wouldn't have a problem with at certain times. Mm-hmm. And so I've been like, hey, like I remember like one time I was like, hey, you keep like doing this. And it's kind of messed up. And I like, was, he was like kind of like this guy was kind of like mean spiritedly like teasing, not like in a fun, like friendly way, but like, in a mean spirited way, teasing this girl who's a part mm-hmm. of the friend group. And I interrupted him to like basically be like, you're doing this here. Um, knowing that that would embarrass him so he would stop doing it. And I did that in front of his all our friends because all they were there. So I was like, now you're going to stop doing it if you see how it feels, right? And then after that, it was like, I kind of got left out from the group a lot, <laughs> which makes mm-hmm. sense. Because like, if you beef with the like the leader of the group, then like, you know, everyone's going to follow their, their opinion and say, you know, they want their approval. Um, yeah. And so my issue has just been like, I, I don't like, to be a part of a friend group, you kind of have to like, at certain times choose to not say anything um or to go along with things that's why they're so fragile to me it's like if i like what if i if i have a beef with like unless it's like more if it's more than three people that's this kind of problem starts with like four people because if, if i'm beefing with one person but that person is like the most not important person but like kind of the glue of the friend group then like people are gonna be like well we're gonna follow them even if we think you're right and it gets just really awkward and uh i don't know like i you have the kind of at certain times fall into a role and like kind of like do what other people want you to do and be whoever people other people want you to be and because I'm too individualistic that's always been a problem for me <laughs> like I can't yeah. do that it's just very it's hard for me to not be myself and so yeah. um yeah so I guess my question for you is like what are your what are your opinions of groups being a part of them and like group structures like just thoughts <laughs> that's pretty much my question Okay, I think groups can work really well for certain people. I am not certain people. <laughs> yeah. um, unless it's like, like the exception, I guess, would be certain clubs. Mm-hmm. Like company, I would say I fit in pretty well with that. But f- like f- specific friend groups, I don't mesh well with. Um, it's the kind of thing where you have to like... <sighs> people have to learn to put their pride aside and a lot of people aren't willing to do that mm-hmm. and then people question why they why friend groups didn't work and that's why it's because you're not willing to have these conversations you're not willing to address certain problems that are in there you're so quick to like jump to assumptions the second one person doesn't agree with something instead of having a constructive conversation about it mm-hmm. that it falls apart before it can even begin mm-hmm. and I don't like that. I never have. And so I remember like being in friend groups and then like all of a sudden someone would be dropped and it wouldn't be communicated except for this person sucks. And then you find out why something happened and you're like, oh my God, that was so out of line. Mm -hmm. Like why did that wasn't necessary? Like I don't understand the correlation. And it's just, it's very like clicky and because everyone wants to favor one another so much nothing can actually get done and you end up not actually 
having as close and strong and healthy of a friendship as you think you do because you're so scared of doing the wrong thing exactly and that's the issue and that also leads into like real like my normal friendships but it's kind of like um like I told you the other day like on the two episodes ago or something like that I'm not really friends with one of my closer friends anymore yeah um and yeah it's kind of similar things have been happening like that or it's like you know like you like it's like dang it's like if you say if I if like we disagree over one thing or like we argue over one thing like like the 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 end of it is going to be that like we don't talk about it at all and then like our friendship will be completely over and you like will hide kind of like in this bigger group identity um rather than talk to me about it with you know and it's kind of just it's unfortunate it's like dang like you know that's how it's gonna have to happen like i don't know i agree i don't like friendships like when people just sort of drop people and like don't even try or like i mean to be fair, I guess we dropped each other, but, like, you know, I don't like when people still, like, don't attempt to have a relationship work out. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's very frustrating. It's like, wow. So, like, you're going to treat me like this now? Now that, like, just because... Also, I feel like if you're not friends with someone anymore or don't like someone, doesn't mean you have to, like, treat them badly. And I yeah. think that people don't get that. <laughs> There's just so many steps to take before it comes to that point. That people aren't willing to go through. They're not willing to go through that uncomfortable stage where you're like, this is going to suck, but we have to do it so that we're not dealing with this really, like, gross tension. Um, Mm -hmm. And people aren't willing to go through that in order to get to the good solution. Like, you and I have had uncomfortable conversations before, but we deal with it. Yeah. And it works. Yes. Ah, I love, and I love friendships where, like, you can just say, like, by the way blah, blah 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 and then like have like a good discussion come from it you know rather than like you know not doing it because a lot of times like I feel like tension will literally eat you up inside like like yes. eat up a friendship like you like might never argue with something you have tension with but like one day one of you is gonna snap and be like you know say something crazy and then like it's not gonna be good like yeah I don't know yeah, like, I, I think that. there's a big misconception where people are like confrontation is going to immediately lead to dis- like to fights and disagreements. Yeah, and like the end of a friendship, and that's just not how that works. It doesn't have to get to that point, and if you take the proper steps to not have that happen, it's not gonna happen. I but know. But if you're gonna just not address anything, yeah, it's gonna happen, and you have to be willing to go through those consequences by yourself exactly it's like i don't know if people do have that misconception it's like oh if we argued so we're not friends and it's like that's not necessarily true like you can be angry at someone and still be like you know what <laughs> yeah i'm gonna like you know go through the fb go through the effort of making up with you and talking about it and yeah, yeah. i don't yeah i don't know yeah i'm I'm so happy at the same point of view because like it's as a pet peeve also of mine when people kind of just like eh, oh well <laughs> and they just like yeah do that thing it's like okay okay bestie <laughs> it's a little annoying um, yeah. yeah i do think it's appropriate to draw people if they do something bad enough that it's like i don't even care what you have to say about it yeah. um as in like if someone is being mean to another person or betrays another person to any degree mm-hmm. like if you're hanging out with so- with someone's abuser and you know about that <laughs> that's not okay but like where I think there's a difference is if it's like you're hanging out with someone who 
had that kind of falling out with someone like the one where you don't talk about anything and just you disagree over like a shade of lipstick Mm. or a t-shirt or um an assignment Mm-hmm. I don't want to be super stereotypic. I realized I was super stereotypical. <laughs> I realized the lipstick and t-shirt thing sounded really bad. So I was like, wait, hold on. Like if you're, <laughs> if you're disagreeing, if you have a fallout over an assignment, then that's like, and you like end a friendship over that. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, that's different. Yeah. But like, if you're actively like doing something that you know would hurt another person, that's yeah. where it's appropriate to drop someone immediately. Not if you're disagreeing over like, Mm-hmm. a petty little thing like that you know yeah I, don't know. I think with the the draftsman immediately thing like with the i mean i think so yeah some things i'm like yeah you can just do that if you want but some things like with mine like <laughs> i i felt betrayed like with we talked about recently but like i like if if she said something amazing, I would be like, okay, we can work on it. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, because I feel like I think it depends on also how long you've been friends with someone for. Like, if I have never, if I was friends with someone for like a month and then they like like started rumors about me, okay, just drop them. Like, I don't need to try to yeah. salvage anything. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, it's, it's like, what, what's your like, you know, you. I don't have to. I don't have to give you that, and you don't have to give anyone anything. Like, but like, yeah. I think with some of your like. If you're like best friend, like you know that you've known since you were like five, starts doing that. I think you can be as mad at them as you want to be, and you can drop them if you want. But I feel like there's like kind of like a common courtesy thing where something really really bad to you, like I would expect that like we would try to make it work. Yeah, or like exactly. Yeah, yeah. And if you're relationships like that are worth salvaging, yeah. if you want to if you don't then that's fine too yeah and if you're the one also who did the the bad thing like it's i think it's petty to not okay, I, don't know. I think it's like it's fine for the person who is wrong to drop to drop the person but it's so i find it funny when like someone does something wrong to someone else they get called out on it and then they drop call them out <laughs> it's like, that part that nah like if you do something wrong face your consequences for sure um, yeah but yeah so okay that was that was a good one that's a good conversation that was um, a good one any, so one or three if you had to choose oh god uh uh three okay um three i'm oh i'm still writing it <laughs> but i but, <laughs> no. <laughs> but um i've talked to you a little bit about this like the the main general idea of this but i'm trying to go more into it i think it's very interesting and you know like the people i'm thinking about probably yes unfortunately anyways (laughs) okay anyways um i start with the question do you have or have you had well okay do you have a friend who like you are completely friends with and like your feelings for them are friend feelings but like within those friend feelings there are other feelings other feelings meaning what <laughs> like other like r- like romantic or like chemistry feelings yes okay 
<laughs> good good starting off point um because i was i kind of came to this idea there's like with friendships like that i feel like there's two types there's a type like with like that i guess it's like flirtatious or like underlying chemistry like romantic tension friendships like that <laughs> and um i feel like one part of them like there's i guess there's a lot of types but like i think the types i see the most often i guess is like one type is like the one where it's like like if you could describe like like if french if feelings for people were like blobs of different colors like familial feelings were like green platonic was yellow and romantic was pink then like like I think the first type is like there'll be like a yellow blob of like you're friends with them someone and this it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then like oop no I have a question on them now and then like it's like you're like it's the same circle but now it's like the rest of like the outside of it is pink and I feel like and then there's the type of friendship where it's like these two like the chemistry existed the entire friendship but you just again just been friends the entire friendship so like so there's no pink outside of this yellow blob but there's just like but yeah but the, th- the problem is that the pink is a part of the yellow blob it's and like a pinkish yellow yeah exactly or yeah like and it's like you can't really and and that one is weird it's like you can't have one without the other like with the first one if the romantic feelings are strong enough they're probably gonna stay there mm-hmm. <laughs> um but like in theory, you would, I guess, get purges if you really have to. And you can, I guess, do that too with a second one. But I feel like it's harder because it's kind of for the friendship itself rather than, like, its own separate, like, vibe. It's, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've just been thinking about that. It's, like, in TV shows and stuff, it's very interesting. And because I think it's interesting in how it relates to, like, control because, like, you can control your actions and your words and you can even up to a certain point control your fe- feelings up to a certain point for sure. Yeah. But like, I guess for you, like, like, you know, t- like, and like, if you were to date someone like, okay, this is a hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. So you and this person you have this chemistry with, like you, that still exists, but then you get a boyfriend or something mm-hmm. and that boyfriend's like, um, hey bestie so you what's going on here (laughs) exactly like you don't say anything weird to him you don't do anything romantic with him but like there's still like this underlying like every once in a while like a slight flirtation or like energy which is kind of hard to explain but it's a thing Mm -hmm. um like what would you do would you just be like that's tough like like what would you like how would you handle that how do you how would you handle like controlling certain things like what do you think the line is like what are your opinions? Well, I've been in a situation like that. And the way to get out of that is literally just having a reassuring conversation where you're just like, this is what our relationship is like. This is the dynamic. It has always been like this. It probably will always be like this. But this specific thing doesn't happen that would happen with us. And like, I think you have to draw a line where things get to the point where you become really aware of it and the other person becomes really aware of it and it starts affecting both dynamics oh my god um and you're like okay this is hurting this person and it's confusing this relationship 
so I have to like do something about that. Mm, interesting. Yeah, but mm. you can have those kinds of friendships mm. and still like live in harmony. <laughs> I guess is how I'm trying to put it. You can or cannot. Can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I think in moderation. That's... Like if you. Yeah know how to control it and you know how Mm -hmm. to keep it like neutralized it's definitely doable for sure i think that um it's yeah yeah i agree pretty much i feel like yeah when you're if hypothetically i was to be in a relationship and that situation was to come about where they're like um honey what's the dealio and i'd be like i i mean like yeah obviously you have to control your actions and your words but like I, I guess I feel like, you know, um, a relationship is something you build and, like, it doesn't necess- it's not necessarily, like, just as good as chemistry. I feel like chemistry is, like, just that, but, like, it's not a relationship. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, you can control them. It's like, it's, like, you can not have a crush on someone, but also, like, have, like, like romantic tension, if that makes yeah. sense. And it's pretty weird <laughs> that that's true, I think. But, like, yeah. Um, yeah, but it, can it can definitely happen. And, yeah, so I think you just have to, like, control your yourself <laughs> yes. um, and, like, what you want. And you can definitely do it harmonic- harmonically. Yeah. Harmonious? I don't know, something like that. Harmoniously, yeah. You can definitely do it harmoniously because, like, yeah um this is it doesn't mean much i don't know i think it's i thought it was just a pretty interesting thing and i agree that like talking about it is important but i think if i was to do i'd be like like i wouldn't deny what they like i think the worst thing you could do is deny it like to your yeah. partner like, oh yeah oh my god i would never i could yeah. never that is the meanest thing so because weird. then you just like you just leave this person like knowing that something is up Oh and just, God. like, not being able to shake it off. I've been on the other side. Like, mm-hmm. that's... It sucks. Because you just, like... You feel like you're crazy. Yeah. Because it's... you think that, and you know that, and no- everyone else knows that. Yeah. But, like, it's... you don't have that confirmation. It yes. sucks. It's just, like, it's, like, yes. Like, if I was... Okay. If I was dating someone, he had, like, this weird interview with his other girl, I'd be, like... And I was, like, hey, dude, what's up? And he was, like you're crazy there's nothing there i'd be like what because everyone else agrees with me <laughs> like everyone else agrees with me yeah. and also like you're lying right now like i it was, it was yeah but then it's like i think it would be like what are you hiding like are you trying to like like why are you not willing to admit it like if i feel like if you're willing to admit it then that means like you're willing to like control it and you're aware yeah. of it enough to control it but like you're in denial if you're like nothing's up nothing's up like no. yes something <laughs> is up and if you don't deal with it bye 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 and it's yeah it's it's so and it's like it would be kind of hard though like, that's the line that was how honest would you be this is kind of getting to like a more of a lighthearted topic but like if like you're like if your future man was to be like um do you think he's cute like talking about whoever you're talking about mm-hmm. would you be like yes <laughs> honestly or would you be like, mm, no, you're, what would you say? Like, would you, how honest would you be with, like, him? 
very i would hope that someone else is honest with me like if someone's like is this person cute i'd be like objectively yes yeah okay good okay so i would do the same thing (laughs) why would you lie is my question is like why would you be like no yeah like that's so dumb because that's just gonna cause conflict Thank you. I'm happy you agree. I'm like a lot of people are like, like no, I would like like reassure them by lying to them. And I'm like, if no, they lie to them, would not help because, because mm. someone's gonna find out about that, mm. and then that's gonna cause an argument. Bro, <gasps> in the moment, yeah. I hate when people are like too much. I hate using this word. I hate when people are too big of a coward to oh, deal with that. I I hate cowards. Yeah. Thank you. We have the same happy. I agree. Like if, oh my god, yeah. Like, like what if like you like. It's like knowing okay, if I was to date someone and I was like, oh, no, I don't. There's nothing there. I never find them attractive. Like they could talk to literally any of my friends, including you. It'd be like, <laughs> like, like uh, <laughs> how does she, does she, does she think he's cute? And then like, you, you all would be like, yeah. <laughs> like, and, like, I would yeah. Be like, you don't need that, which is why it's better to just be like, yeah. yeah. Like why? Like, okay. Don't lie. It's, okay, don't lie in general. That will cause conflict. But especially, don't lie if your homies could expose you in a second. Like, do not. <laughs> oh my god! Like, it's just. It's so- but also, if they feel that worried that you're not telling the truth with them, that they're willing to go to your friends, that means there's a problem that you have to address. So why would you lie? Exactly. Just be honest exactly thank you yeah i would i would be very honest like well yeah i mean like not gonna lie yes but yeah yes but i wouldn't do anything about it that's what you say exactly yes yes but i wouldn't do anything about it i don't have a crush on them there you go that's where it really is i feel like it's like i think yeah it's kind of hard to explain i think that happens a lot with like like in um i think that happens like having a friendships like that happens a lot with like on accident like I don't know how it happened with you but like I feel like a lot like at least what I've seen of other people in my life it's I think a lot of times it's just like we are friends oh but also by the way <laughs> like yeah it's, like it's not like a thing where it's like a like we used to date and now there's like tension uh, I don't know pretty interesting okay thank you though. that was a very I'm happy these are good. Me. These are really good discussion prompts. I'm very happy you agree with me. I was like, "What would you do? <laughs> like, who? What would someone else do?" We was like, "I, I don't know. I don't know." But yeah, I love. You know, we love. We love uh, not having crushes on your friends, but also <laughs> flirting with them. <laughs> love it. Um. Anyway. Anyways, what's the last one? <laughs> the last one is. Ooh, this one's like kind of interesting so this one i talk about mm, person. so i talk about how kind of how some of the like the, the group identity one um mm-hmm. like how like it's kind of hard. i'm pretty an individual like individualistic like everyone is um i the pretty much the, it's about like how like there's a disconnect between me specifically i mean this this, this happens to other people but like from my experiences me like my image of myself and athlete who i am and then other people's image of me whether that be like literally like physical appearance or whether that's like personality trait wise mm-hmm. and how that connects to things like race and sex and gender and blah 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 things like that mm-hmm. um 
And I'm trying to think of a good example where I can like kind of summarize this all up in. Um, oh, also I saw about how, how a lot of this image is connected to people like canceling me because of the their biases. But a lot of it is also because they don't want, they don't want to see me also because of their biases. Like, for example, like a um, jealousy. Okay, jealousy is not a very common, I, I don't know if I've really ever been jealous or intimidated by someone before. Like, I felt like that, like, the, the closest thing I felt to it was more like a sense of like being undervalued rather than like spite at other people. Mm. Um, or like sad, like, oh, you don't blah 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 rather than again like spite it's weird how, it's, hard, it's kind of hard to explain but um I also intimidation i just haven't really felt it that much i guess i don't know i guess because when i was younger i was taller than other people so like i didn't what's there to be scared of um but like um i feel like a good example of like kind of feeling like this whole thing was i i mean it's kind of hard to describe a time when someone's been jealous of me but i guess like a kind of kind of a good like situation was when I was in uh like when I was like 10 11 ish fifth sixth grade there's this girl in my school who like think about it now she said some pretty messed up things <laughs> mm-hmm. but like I remember one of the things she me was like she would so pretty much I I mean I'm assuming she didn't she thought I was as ugly as like the stain on her like her boot her belt buckle that was a random oh i don't know why i said that anyways she thought i was unattractive i'm assuming and these are the other things she said which are low-key racist um and low-key <laughs> not low-key i was like okay uh um and so one of the things she said though that really bothered me is like so like the, i guess the one trait of mine that she liked which isn't um I guess what am I looking for? Like, which would be good. That's that's a uh, okay. I don't, I'm not, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I guess the trait was my eyelashes, which are I've, no one people I probably don't look that closely to my face like that. But mm-hmm. I have long eyelashes. You and, do, and they're curled. Thank you. Yes, because my dad has they're long and straight. My mom is wait no, my dad is short but curled. My mom they're long but straight, and so I wound up getting a mix. And so she was um she was like. I was like 10. She was like, you're, you're wearing mascara. And I was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, you, you are. Like, she like, couldn't accept the idea that I wasn't. And I was like, I'm 10. Won't you believe that I'm just like, not wearing mascara? It was a little Was odd. she white? Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I wrote. I was like, she wasn't, she wasn't like, she was just like, oh, your eyes can't be longer than mine. But like, <laughs> <laughs> rather than like they can't be long and so it's just so that was an example i'm trying to think of another example like i started a newspaper in eighth grade it's called the butterfly form um and uh it got pretty popular and so i started it with my really good friend of mine um and with her i was like hey i'm gonna do this so she was like my vice president like the co-founder and i was like founder and for our eighth grade we have like a in school graduation, just like an informal, like teachers are going to say something nice about you graduation, mm-hmm. and then an informal, sorry, then a f- real formal, like a uh, like out of school graduation where the principal says something nice about you, and so, mm-hmm. and the my vice president in her speech, uh, the butterfly form is mentioned both times, and so it's like wow, everyone in the audience who doesn't know me is going to think that she was like the sole person who made this pretty much, 
Um, and then I'm like, it was mentioned in none of mine. I think, but yeah, so it didn't mention any of mine. And so I didn't feel jealous. I just felt like undervalued and under unappreciated. And I was like, huh, well, <laughs> that's great. No one mentioned it mine. Ha <laughs> ha. The last example was that like, I guess like in general, people tend to, so I'm direct and I'm honest. Um, but people tend to like, ooh, one more other point after this one. People like, tend to say like, I'm like intimidating or like judgmental, which is odd to me. Because like a lot, okay, I am very opinionated. However, like at this like table, I, like at this like group I have, like some people have said like, oh, like I like hate people before I like them. Like people like tend to like dislike other people. And I'm the type of person who tends to like stick up for people who like are the ones who get judged the most. And so I'm always like, huh, I'm the most judgmental person. It's like, or like, I will pretty much, I'll be the label like arrogant, bully, like aggressive. Like a lot of words that fall into that general category. And oh. it's always weird to me. And it's always weird to me because I'm just like, in my experiences, like I was, I tended to be the one who was judged or like bullied. Um, yeah, I was um, gonna say, you're like the least actually judgment. I am twice as judgmental as you. <laughs> oh you're the thing is you're open-minded and so it's like but yeah they'll be like i'm just like blah blah blah, and it's always like okay like (laughs) i i agree that i'm I'm very strong-willed but i think that sometimes because of like like uh like racism things like that it's like oh if i like say my and sexism if i like say my opinion or like like challenge someone one time over something i'm like "Mm, this could be better like they're they're like oh you're this and this and this and it's like okay great bestie thank you and that ties in last thing i'm gonna say before i open it up for a discussion lol um Mm -hmm. is also i don't know if you every experience is probably not i mean i don't know your experiences but for the same reason why that girl was like your eyelashes cannot be that long um is like i think a lot of times people in my whole life like not people but you people not adults children have tended to feel uncomfortable giving me compliments like obviously <laughs> like like it's weird it's like it's not like I need constant phrasing or it's like th- like they compliment other people so much but it's kind of like like for I don't know how I'm giving an example but like if like kind of like the butterfly form thing um or like if one of my like like they say like two girls in the class are really good at math and I'm also very, like pretty much equally good at math but, like they won't be like they won't include me or like they're like see that I do cool things but like they rarely like say like oh I don't know I guess like my positive traits tend to be pointed out less than other people's positive traits not that I need them to be it's just something that I've like noticed or like like I was sitting right for the winter dance with some of my friends um and like I like in that case other people did get a lot more like praise than I did and I was like okay (laughs) I was like that's a lot I was like I mean like sure I guess like I mean like I'm not like I didn't need it. It was like I thought I looked nice, so like I didn't really wasn't like relying on it. But it's still just like a. I just felt uncomfortable because it's like, it's just odd how like some people like will get like endlessly praised, but like when I come down, it's like cricket, cricket, cricket. There's like some oh. obviously like a few like oh you look nice. So, like, no. Generally, it was me mostly me and um. So yeah, I've noticed that a lot, and I think it's and they're like you, and I think it's like you're not supposed to be doing so well. And if you're doing well, then that means like, like, I don't know. I think it's part of it. It's like, if 
you're doing if I acknowledge your positive traits I don't have as much reason to be unreasonably mean to you just what it was in middle school I think and I think now it's kind of like you can't be doing that well because I'm supposed to be doing better than you (laughs) and I feel like that's kind of a thing that happens a lot and I don't know I guess have you like ever seen like what are your like thoughts about like that phenomenon have you seen it in general like are you have you related to it like what are your thoughts like receiving less praise when other people are just in general anything i've said but yes okay um how do i put this i think i've definitely seen that happen a lot and usually when it does um i'm the kind of person who's like what what just happened (laughs) what just happened there because i tend whenever there's like group things going on I'm the type of person that likes complimenting everyone I give (laughs) really general compliments to a group and all this stuff and I'm the kind of person that's like always hyping people up like all the time so whenever that happens I'm like I don't what sparked you to make this one compliment to one person when you know the amount of work and effort that goes into this thing as a group Mm. it's like I don't know. As an empath. As an empath? Um, I just, like, I don't see the purpose in doing that when, like, I know the effects that that can have on another person. Uh, like, an example that I can give is, like, when we were doing debriefs for a company, um, it's basically, like, um, what it's basically, like, that's how you close off the year by, like, having a little sit down with the director and our stage managers and you talk about what went well and what didn't work well. And our first question was shouting out a crew member. And there were like some people who did like one thing all to the same person. Um, and the, the, the three of us who are in leadership gave compliments to like everyone. Um, and so it's like, the thing with that is you see like both ends of the spectrum. You see people who tend to be to value one person more than everyone else and then you see the type of people who equally value people and the issue with only giving that praise to one person is that it kind of makes the di- the group dynamic off balance and it can really negatively affect performance and perception of an activity or a group of, of the person and of oneself Mm-hmm. And that's not good, especially when you're doing group, thing, you, group things because you need everyone to be on their feet. You need everyone to be willing to step up to the challenge. And when you're only giving praise to one person, that can go one of two ways. It can make people feel really bad about themselves and work less hard because they don't think they're good enough. Or it can have the opposite effect and make someone feel motivated to do better so that they get the praise next time. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of where where I sit with that. Interesting perspective to do from like a like a like a work like a school group thingy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting. 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 I don't know how's and your and also in your opinion how's how is like I guess like the greater question or the not the greater question like the the more general question was like would you like would you say that like your opinion of yourself tends to align with other people's opinion of you and if not why not. Oh, God, no. I'm 
I'm never the type of person to compliment my own work unless I think I actually did something that fits to my unrealistically high expectations of myself. And I think that's extremely common with a lot of people, especially people who were like former gift kids who were praised for doing slightly better and slightly faster than a perfectly normal group of talented students. Mm. Um, but I would never, ever say that my perception of myself aligns with other people's. It's actually far worse. Mm. Um, which I think is the case for a lot of people because when you have ridiculously high expectations for yourself, you don't allow yourself to enjoy the good things that you do get done and the work that you do that is of merit and all of that stuff. Um, And it's not good, but that's how it is for a lot of people. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Interesting perspective to take. Yeah. Because for me, it's tended to be the opposite. But I don't know about you, but, like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm one of those people, like, where, like, I remember used to being, like, what do people mean by who am I? Like, the philosophical question. Because I feel like, like, even when I disliked myself entirely and had, like, way worse self-esteem, I feel like I still, like, it's, like, I still know who I am, though. Like, it was, like, it was, like, a weird mix of being, like, I must suck because everyone else treats me like I do. But at the same time, I don't think I suck. <laughs> yeah. It was a weird mix of, like, like this inner, like, stability, maybe. And with this, like, like but, like, with, like, an overwhelming still, like, amount of, like, disbelief and, like, other people's, like, negative things say about me. Um, which has just have always been true. Like, you know, like, um... Like, in my my middle school, and, like, I guess it was in elementary school, too. Like, it was very colorist, just extremely bad. <laughs> and I remember, um, like, and I was, I don't know, it gave me kind of the perspective that, like, sometimes people didn't even, like, see me, like, like I don't know. It gave me the perspective that a lot of my things were happening to me were because of that. And it's, like, it's, um, and I feel like a lot of times, like, as people, like, didn't, I was talking about, like, image of myself and whatever other people's image of me. But sometimes I don't think people, like, even see really me. And they judge, I think, a lot of times they just, like, see, like, um, like, they're like, oh, well, she's, like, tall and she's a dark black woman. So she's probably, like, all these, like, she's probably aggressive. But, mm. like, I feel like an example, like, examples, like, you know, in, like, on Tinder, like, with black women are the least popular group. But, like, no one looks at anyone's face on Tinder. <laughs> no one's really like scouring like maybe yeah. I guess some people do but i think a lot of people tend to just be like it's like do like one second yes one second no um yeah yeah and so it was pretty interesting like one time i was like in math class no sorry i was in art class just just doodling away and then i hear like a boy like literally like two stools we had stools two stools down and he was just like like and they were talking about like how dark, like dark someone would have to be for him to date, which is oh my insane. god! And so I heard, like, I guess I saw other my peripheral vision. I have really good peripheral vision. I have really large, like, why? And so I saw someone pointing at me, and he was like, "Oh, I would never date someone that dark." And I was like, oh. <gasps> I was like, that, "That's fantastic!" <laughs> so, tee my life is great. Um, <laughs> wait, hold on, off the record. I think of an example, like uh, my friend would be like, um, like I forgot how this happened, but I guess like people we were just talking, and then like my friend was going to call me dark because like it was in context of whatever what was happening, um, 
because of blah, blah, blah. and it wouldn't have been like an offensive contest. I remember I wasn't angry or like annoyed or anything, but like the what stuck out about it was that like she like stopped before she was about to say it. And I was like, like, she was embarrassed. She was like, I don't want to say that. And then I brought it up at this, like, we had this whole colorism day at my school. It was, it was interesting. Oh. Um, it was pretty good, actually. It was, it was, and I'm happy people learned about it. But anyways, so we had this whole colorism day. And then I brought it up there. And I remember she was like, I just didn't want to hurt your feelings. And I was like, okay. But like, do you understand how like, by you saying, I didn't want to hurt your feelings, you're attaching a negative connotation to the word which is like in fact hurting my feelings more than if you just said the word <laughs> yeah and then she's like huh <laughs> um but yeah so I mean that's why I mean like my image has just been like it's 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 bad it's like yeah it's like oof like I I, I this monologue was like three pages of me just going on and on about like beauty standards and um like racism and my image I'm blah 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 um but yeah, so I mean, that's I mean that's the that's the last thing I had to talk about. Like, you can still you can add on if you want. I'm just that's that, that's like the my last of my essays that I've written so far. They're good, Thank even you. though I haven't read them. But like, I like what they're about. Thank you. This works that to get a conversation. <laughs> this is such a long episode. Let me be like T long episode alert. Lol.